0: Disclaimer, the material in this podcast is not to be taken as a replacement for therapeutic services. This is for entertainment purposes and represents the sole perspectives of the individuals involved. If you are experiencing an emergency, please contact the appropriate authorities or professionals. Welcome to episode five of the TikToks podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Caitlin Baker, aka That Fat Doctor.
1: And by now, you should know who we are, so you already know that I am Dr. Terrell DeGans, or Dr. T. DeGans, and I am known as That Black Doctor.
0: So today, I got a lot of requests for this this, uh, episode, and I think it's a really great topic. So let's talk about what's on everybody's minds, this freaking pandemic, and how it affects mental health, and literally all forms of health, and it just sucks so let's let's go.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry just in case you're listening to this four years from now and have no memory of this or don't even know what it is, um, we're currently living in the year 2021, almost messed that up for a second, and the pandemic that we're living in um, started approximately in the United States around March 2020, COVID-19. Um, Knows that for the coronavirus disease uh, that was originally uh, discovered in 2019. And we have been quarantined now for almost a full year.
0: And that definitely takes a toll on the old noggin. Um, Being alone, not being able to touch people or interact with people or even, you know, hugs are like... I just actually posted a meme that said something in regards to getting anxious when people on TV or in movies are in public places or too close to each other without a mask. Because it right now it looks odd because we go out into the world and there's, the pictures are wild. If you would have shown me these pictures two years ago of everyone just walking around with masks on, I would be like, what in the hell kind of apocalyptic shit is that? But here we are. So how do we cope with it? How do we deal? How do we, what do we do? T, <laughs> tell me what to do. I'm scared.
1: <laughs> sure, I have the answer for everything. Um, <laughs> it's, it's difficult to give a single answer because so many people are experiencing in this in so many ways. And this is partially working with clients and partially just having conversations with friends. Um, they're the people that have not seen their loved ones in person for almost a year, if not more. There are people that miss very important parts of their lives, whether it's a graduation that they've been waiting their entire life for, whether it's a birthday that they never thought they'd reach, (laughs) whether it's being able to see their grandparents maybe for the last time, because they're getting up in age. There's so many things that people are missing out on in the interests of health and safety. And people are getting more and more frustrated by those that are not willing to make those sacrifices in the interest of safety yeah that's making things worse for everyone
0: there's such a divide in the country right now and i don't want to get into politics um not today at least but there is you know a huge divide and I, i feel like we can all come together and agree to agree that this sucks no matter who you are no matter where you are this sucks um, I'm an introvert, which is surprising, I'm sure, to a lot of, actually, I'm like an omnivert, I don't know, I'm old, so, like, but I get really drained, um, being in high social situations, and, um, I thought I would love this, I'm like, yay, I get to be at home all, so I, don't get me wrong, I do love being at home all the time, but, um, like, my graduation got canceled, that I worked for, for however, eight years, um and that was a blow because that was a moment that i've literally been picturing forever like that moment um so that really sucked um but just in general like no matter where you are or what you're going through or what your even your political stance is on covid which the fact that there is a political stance on a disease that people choose not to believe in but okay anyway um, i just it sucks It just sucks. And I cannot normalize that enough for everybody. Like, it's okay to not be okay with this because, like, we're going on a year and this is our new normal. And that's not okay that it's the new normal. But what do we do about that? There's nothing to do about that. So we're stuck. What do we do when we're stuck like
1: this? It has to start with the smallest things because in a pandemic, you have no control. You can't control who's getting sick. You You can try to steer it keep it away from you but the numbers go up because people aren't utilizing the control they do have so if you're going out you can protect yourself and others by wearing a mask that's just you don't want to for some people some people they feel like they have to me personally i feel like i have to because ever since i was young the one of the earliest things you learn is safety first Mm -hmm. i'd rather be wrong and safe than you know, right and dangerous. That means me personally. And the things that you can control in your own personal life at home, when you're in your bubble with your family and whoever close friends are are nearby, you can do the right things with them. You can socialize with them. You can spend more time, get to know each other, ask each other questions you've never asked before, play games, try to have that social interaction with one another and get some semblance of your pre and post pandemic life. Yeah
0: yeah reaching out for social support when you're isolated is really important because it's so easy just to like let it slide and and not you know text people or check in with people because everyone's going through so much of their own stuff but um camaraderie really helps with isolation so um i so for instance a good example i use an app it's called plato plato not sponsored by the way um and it's like a board game app but you can play it with anybody so like my friends and my husband and i like we'll all sit like in totally not together but we'll be playing like board games and you can chat while you're playing it or like sometimes we'll get on like video chat and play games together um it's just little things like that that help bring some sort of normalcy back into everyday life
1: Normal is hard to get nowadays.
0: Normalcy
1: yeah.
0: uh, doesn't exist right now.
1: Barely I, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> One of the hard things about psychology in general and therapy in general is learning to sit with ambiguity and I know for me, that's a huge struggle. I hate not knowing what's going to happen. I have anxiety. I'm like, I need to know where we're going, who's going to be there, how long we're going to be there for. How many how many steps does it take to get into the building? Where are we going to park? Do we have to pay for Like, I have to know every little detail. Um, and sitting in all of this unknown right now has been a really big challenge for me. Um, it's, I think just for me personally but I think for everybody but I just wanted to share some of my personal experiences to help maybe normalize some of your experiences because people that you know you might think are not struggling could very well be struggling I've had several depressive episodes in the past year because of just the suck of everything that's what this title is going to be called the suck <laughs>
1: um. explicit rating coming <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Um.
1: Yeah, I get that. Sorry, continue.
0: No, you're. I, I just, I wanted, yeah, I want to share that. that that's a struggle. Um, there are also a lot of struggles that some people don't realize. And I feel like everyone at this point is getting very frustrated with the pandemic. They're like, it's been going on for so long. Who cares? Whatever. If I get it, I get it. And that's great for you because maybe you're a healthier person. Maybe it's not going to affect you as, you know, badly as it would someone else. However, just because it's not convenient for you doesn't mean that you just get to do whatever the heck you want. Uh, That's not, that's not how this works. Um, Again, trying so hard not to get into politics, but from two doctors, I think it's safe to say, even though we're not medical doctors, we still are aware of research and facts and science and um, wear a mask. That's my
1: two cents on that. So what what gets me is, and I'm looking at current stats right now, and granted all numbers are somewhat inflated and and nothing's completely accurate. Right now in the United States alone, there have been almost 400,000 deaths related to COVID. That's wild. I, in no point in my life will know 400,000 people, but I can imagine 400,000 people just dying. And that, it makes me sad, it terrifies me, it it does all of the things that I I don't want to think about, and I want to turn my head, and I understand that urge to want it in your head. But I would feel worse with any inkling or thought that I contributed to that. And maybe I have, because I didn't know about it taken seriously in March. I know for a fact I didn't think it was going to be anything past March maybe April so there's always a possibility but the idea that 10 months in that I could contribute to that it's not something that sits well with me I could not choose four of my family members or close friends or anyone to say like yeah you would go even this is more of a dark thought but like even exes and like people I don't get along with I still wouldn't choose like yeah you should go right and do that for 400,000 people
0: it's just scary. It's scary. And it's scary. The amount of people that aren't taking it seriously. Um, I know like it's hard. So I'm obviously in the public eye. Um, and I know I posted a video, I posted a video of getting my hair done and I had my mask off. Do you know how many people in the comments freak? They're like, you're a doctor. You should be wearing a mask. Of course, it was completely safe. I was at an individual salon. She was, I took my mask off for filming the video for a quick, like, two-second increments while she was not near me, but um, I, I, I don't know what the point of the story is. It's just, like, there's a lot of pressure on me as a professional, I'm sure, on you as a professional to do the right thing and to be an example for people. And it becomes really hard like i actually just had a conversation um with a family member who is feeling like i i let a friend come over to my house this weekend um because she helped me make a video and um i know i've been completely quarantined i haven't been going anywhere so i know like i'm okay um and then we stayed apart like if we i mean we were maybe near each other for like a couple Seconds, which I know is enough to transfer it, but that's a risk that I decided to take because I needed help with something, and that's just how it went. But I had a a family member who got kind of upset about that, like, oh, you can have, you know, someone come over, but you can't hang out with your family. And I'm like, first off, that's one person that I let into my house where I control the environment, um and I can clean and wipe down everything afterwards, and she can sit over there, and I can sit here, and it's fine um, but it, it is really hard with family members who don't understand that why you're doing what you're doing or like why you're choosing to still quarantine and, and do all these things when in Indiana particularly no one is like no one is um, everyone around here is pretty much just like back to normal life um, so and in and, and since I'm someone that believes in science and I'm like I no, it's not back to normal life. I'm not going to go out to dinner with you. I'm not going to, and they get offended. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's just the way that it is. And they're like, you can't just pick and choose when you, or who you get to be around and who you... I'm like. Oh.
1: Which is ironic because you can. <laughs> that's exactly what you can do. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier, control what you can't control and understand that it doesn't mean you can control others, right? You control yourself, your own decisions, your own actions, and then whatever the repercussions are for that, that's up to you. That's that's going to be on you. Right. But other people do with their lives, their safety, their health, that's completely up to them. And you don't have a say. As much as you think you do, you really don't. You can influence, you can talk, you can discuss, but it's not for you to control. Yeah. And true. that doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. That's just... Right. I
0: was going to say, like, I, I completely understand from their perspective, too, where it's like... You know, everyone else is acting like it's not a big deal around here. And so why am I? And it's like, because I'm held to a higher standard um, doing what I do. But uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard for everybody. People are tired. They want to see their family members. They want to hang out. They want to go to the mall. They want to go out to dinner, parties. It's been a hellacious year.
1: I'll give some info on myself. So I'm very ambiverted. I know this for a fact because I come off as extroverted when I'm with friends, but when I'm home, I'm happiest. When I'm by myself, that's that's me in my prime. And I gain my energy from being alone. So I can do things like go to the movie theaters and eat dinners all by myself. And I'm very happy with that to the point where this is a little telling so i think it was 2018 or 17 um i have the amc app back when like movie theaters were a thing and i got my account or whatever and didn't know they tracked how often you went i'm in the 90th. well sorry i was i was in the 90th percentile for moviegoers because i went so often yeah and i enjoy being out in the world even if it's by myself and going to a movie theater right now wouldn't even be at the top of my list anywhere near the middle even because that's not something i want to do it's not something i'm comfortable with
0: right
1: granted if i can rent an amc theater now which i probably can for like a hundred dollars you might catch me in a movie theater but there's me no right. one sitting next to me so it's not the same experience and that's what i want i want to go back to the real world but for me it doesn't make sense and that's my choice
0: Right, there's this this want to return to normalcy, but it's like you don't get to just choose that. Like we all want that, we all want that so very badly. But unfortunately, until these numbers are lower, until you know the vaccine is issued to more people, until we're at that point, like that we honestly just have to accept that this is the way that life is, and we have to adapt to that, and and make coping skills designed specifically for like pandemic coping skills um you just you have like there's not a choice here there there is not a choice even though half the country feels that there is
1: and the thing is i have clients that have had it Mm -hmm. i have clients that have lost loved ones because of it and there's only so much you can do even as a therapist because you don't prep for this. You don't prep for how do they die because of a pandemic? That's not you know, in any of our course loads. So right. you you work with what you have and you try to get them to move forward, to see the small bright spots in their day and to acknowledge the fact that they are in a really crappy situation and you support them as much as you can, which I guess pro tips starting from now. Um, With all death, with anyone that's dealing with grief, mourning, stay away from the cliches. They're in a better place. No, they're not, they're dead. That's not helping anyone. Um, It's God's will. Well, my will is to have my loved one in my life. Does that mean nothing to you? Like all of these things that are meant to make people feel better, make the person seeing it feel better, not the person hearing it. Right if you want to be supportive actually be supportive what take can I do steps to help them. yeah and they're not going to have answers because they don't know where they are they don't know what's happening so help
0: just that. offering <laughs> sometimes like yeah if you need me i got you listen chill
1: yeah i'm going to i'm going to call you every wednesday we're going to talk i know you may not like it but we're going to talk it doesn't mean you have to talk about everything or anything just let's just know you're going to hear from me like you're gonna hear my voice, you're gonna hear from my number. Something's gonna come up. I'm gonna send you groceries every two weeks just to make sure you're eating something. Yeah. I'm gonna send you food. We're gonna talk about things. Like just being there for a person means way more than saying, like, oh, I'm so sorry, things are gonna be better soon. You're gonna no, try to
0: be a therapist because like grief is one of the hard this is you just got so off topic. But grief is one of the hardest things to do as a therapist. Like Working with someone that has, you know, extreme grief or even complex grief, or um, God forbid, you know, traumatic grief thrown in there too, it is one of the hardest. And there, the, in terms of guidance that we're given on how to deal with grief, um, it, there are just so many different models and and it's not one size fits all. It's very for each person, detailed, and grief is, grief is a lot, and and I cannot say enough about how, like, yes, all the nurses and medical doctors are freaking superheroes, and I, I love that they had all this support at the beginning, hate that they don't have the support now, because it's still going on, and it's worse, anyway, I think that therapists get overlooked in this pandemic, because I know when, um, it first hit, and we went to telehealth, like, we strapped on our boots and we were like, we're ready to go. We had to adapt very quickly to doing things online. Um, and we, I, we were there to support everyone. And then it came to the point like mid pandemic for me where I was like, okay, I don't think I can support anyone else. I think I need some support um, because it's draining and Therapists are, are doing the best that they can right now and trying to help and normalize and re- reduce anxiety and, and depression and substance use because those numbers have gone way up since the pandemic started. Um, so I just, I, I have not been practicing for a few months. I stopped in September, but I was working through the pandemic through September. But I just, I can't say enough for all my fellow therapists, like you are a rock star And however you feel that you're doing right now, I promise that you're doing okay, because there's no way to prepare for this. There's no manual for this. You're doing the best you can. And I see you and I support you. And I'm glad that you're out here with us in the trenches, trying to get some people some relief.
1: And that goes out to all of our listeners and followers and viewers and and however else you're taking this information. Like you're dealing with it too. And maybe you are crying every night. Maybe you're struggling with it, but you're still here and you're doing your best. And that's all we can ever ask of you. Absolutely. Keep keep putting in your best. And one day it will be a memory and you're going to come out and you're going to show how resilient you are. And you will have that memory of you standing tall at the end. And that's what we're all working toward, to be able to stand tall and not forget about it, but grow from it. It's not going to be happening right now for everyone, and that's okay. And we're all learning our own individual lessons, and I've learned quite a few, which I'll probably end up sharing by the end of this podcast. But everything you go through now, it's it's a life lesson. Whether it's loss, whether it's relationships, whether it's how to take care of yourself the right way, or whatever that lesson is you're learning it now and maybe it's going to take you a little bit longer to learn it, but it doesn't mean you're not going to learn it. Right. You're learning it.
0: Yeah. That was really beautiful. I like that. And that kind of is a good segue into tips for maintaining sanity during the pandemic, during isolation, during, Um, I think that my, my favorite tip that I've found and that I've found to be helpful and that people have found helpful is, literally just one day at a time one day at a time we are being bombarded with all of this like presidential stuff with um new information about vaccines with all like news stories that are just terrible and it's a lot it's just it's all so much so trying to limit that and saying, like, I can handle what I can take in today. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow. I got this. I got this today. We're going to work on how to get through today. Um, And that I think is pretty, it goes pretty general for very basic level of pandemic coping skills. (laughs) Start there.
1: For sure. And, When you break anything down to its smallest parts, it makes it a lot easier to deal with. Um, Also, this is another basic tip. If you have the time, write down everything you need to do for that day. And don't skimp on anything. I need to brush my teeth. I need to make sure I shower today. I need to make sure I put on deodorant. I need to make sure I call, you know, mom, dad, son, brother, friend, loved one, whatever. I need to make sure I walk with all today. And as you start going through those things, you'll notice how many things you actually get done despite the feeling. And it's that feedback that you're giving yourself that really makes a difference in the long run. Cause you see every day, you're still getting things done. And sometimes that's like, just get out of bed once and eat a meal today. If you still get that done.
0: I love it's like my favorite like trick to use for people, especially people with depression to be like, look at all the things that you accomplished today that you don't even realize you accomplished. Uh, and that's very translatable for pandemic. Um, and that also one of my absolute favorite tips and I might've shared it here before actually, cause I use this all the time mm-hmm. is write down three things you want to do that day. If nothing else, three things and they can be super tiny things but just having that sense of accomplishment. And I write down three things that I know I can accomplish that day, not three goals that are totally unattainable, just three simple things like make dinner, vacuum, whatever, like just three really simple things and watch how your mindset changes in terms of how you view yourself and your productivity. Cause a lot of our self hatred, especially when it comes with, Depression is about our lack of productivity or lack of contribution to society but if you get your three things done you contributed for that day
1: and i'm gonna add another tip which Mm -hmm. you you helped me think of show someone you love them so it just has to be one person and it doesn't have to just say i love you to someone maybe you don't have that in you, or you're not in a position to do that, but you can show someone you love them. Maybe it's your pet, maybe you take them for an extra long walk. Maybe you clean the dishes when you normally don't do that. You decide to take out the trash earlier. You're doing something to say, hey, I'm thinking of you, I care about you, I wanna love and protect you, this is how I'm going to show it today. Mm -hmm. And having those moments, even if it's just in your head, helps you to realize it's not just you. And even if you're living alone, let that person be yourself. How do you love yourself today? That's important.
0: I love that question. How are you going to love yourself today? I love it. Yeah, that's a great, another super great tip. Um, I know for, personally, me and my husband and I have been trying to use this isolation period as kind of a strength building relationship type thing, um, where we you know, instead of getting Christmas gifts for each other, we're like, we're going to get, we both really enjoy Guitar Hero. We're like, we're going to get Guitar Hero and then we're going to play that together instead of, um, and we've been trying to do more things together and get into like hobbies together and things like that. Um, So if you are quarantined with somebody, like start a hobby with them, do something fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Make some sort of routine, like Anything that'll pass the mundane time and get your mind kind of off of the world. I think escapism, which is what we talked about a lot in our last, last episode, escapism when it comes to the pandemic stuff is sometimes a necessity. Like sometimes you just need to forget the suck for a little bit and just for, forget it and just feel like you're living a normal life and having fun. Um, and you're allowed to do that even though it sucks you're still allowed to do that and have fun but it just has to be different kind of fun mm-hmm.
1: so. so that helps me to transition to my personal story um but you don't know this so you know react normally uh, so i'm nervous yeah a little bit you should be so i recently ended a relationship
0: i'm sorry you were dating someone
1: <laughs> yeah there's 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 a lot to this i'm not gonna go over the full thing i know that's that's part of the issue um okay. so it was a almost seven and a half year relationship there's there's been a lot that happened in the meantime i know <laughs> <laughs> what so the reason i'm saying this is it links to everything we were talking about i through random happenstance met someone where like speaking to this person helped me to reflect on where I was in life and where my relationship was going and what I was looking for what I had and the person I was dating is amazing she's a fantastic person she just isn't the right person for me um and I'm very much a believer in like the universe kind of guides me in certain ways and I kept not listening to it and it got to a point where I couldn't say no anymore I'm going to say, no, you're wrong. I know what's going on. And the universe guided me to say, like, you should really think about this before it gets harder. And I did. And it was a very tough decision. And there were several really difficult conversations coming from that. But ultimately, it led to me deciding I'd rather be happy than okay. And that is a very tough decision to make. I have
0: so many thoughts. i have known you for how long and i did not know that this person even existed
1: so that's another thing like i've always been this very secretive person for a lot of things in my life and part of the reason is because i didn't really value that person as like a contributor to my life and that's partially or if not if not completely at least partially because of me and who I am, but also I didn't want to live that life anymore where there's, I'm keeping things that are important to me secret. And I think a lot of that is the fact that I didn't value this person like she deserved to be valued and therefore I couldn't share that. And there were different parts in our relationship that helped me to do that. Um, but there were also parts where I really shouldn't have and I still felt the need to. So a lot of that reflection came upon you know, me talking and having discussions Growing. with those friends and growing and then i realized i'm not the person i want to be with this person and i would grow into a person i didn't want to be with this person and how made- recent
0: mm-hmm. was like how recent was this breakup
1: uh december last one oh my god yeah I'm,
0: this, I'm like i cannot explain to y'all how much like this is such new information and i <laughs> i'm sorry I- that like that you You know, had to, regardless of why it ended, like it still sucks that you've had to end something with someone that was in your life for so long.
1: Yeah. But this all links to the pandemic because I wouldn't have gotten to this point if it weren't for the pandemic. And when I'm talking about lessons, this is one of the lessons I had to learn is that I wasn't in a place where I felt I was going to grow into a happy person. And that means so much to me. Even this career that I'm in, I chose because I knew from a young age no matter what career I was in, I never wanted to wake up feeling like I should have done better. I should have tried to aim for happiness. And when I became a psychologist or when I even chose psychology as a major, I knew this is something that clicked with me. I was gonna be happy with it. It had so much variety to it. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. And that's why I got this far because it's always been a passion of mine. And I can't live a life, well, the pandemic helped me to realize I can't live a life where I don't see everything in that way. I should be passionate about every aspect of my life. So when I do get to that point where there's nothing left, I can say I did everything I wanted to do. Yeah, i leveled the world. I lived in a happy relationship. I did a career I wanted to do. This is me. This is the life I created. So that was one of the major lessons I had to learn. So
0: that is a good segue into pandemic lessons and pandemic positivity. Mm-hmm. But also... Ladies, did you hear, T is single, <laughs> okay? I had to, I had to, okay.
1: <laughs> Maybe let <they're not> clear.
0: <laughs> single, I'm ready to, m- he's looking for that one that's just gonna inspire his life, you know? Just... <laughs> okay this is not a dating show um, to
1: to the but seri-
0: serious <laughs> inquiries only um you can email us at no i'm just kidding <laughs> they
1: are gonna go through the old one like okay i found your email here we go <laughs> oh jeez
0: um, okay so
1: <laughs> <and then positivity. laughs>
0: back to the pandemic. <laughs> One of the major things that has helped me through this pandemic is finding positive things that have happened over the past year. So it's easy to just look at this year and be like, "Wow, that was a really freaking terrible, awful year that I don't ever want to talk about or think about again after it's over." Um, however, like this year I graduated with my doctorate. I got on TikTok. I found TikTok. I made all these new amazing friends and have all these new opportunities. So I really encourage people when you're feeling just at your absolute worst about the pandemic, try to find at least one decent thing that happened to you in the past year. Um, Even just to to be able to say, like, it wasn't all suck. There was one good thing. It can really help your mentality.
1: I will one-up that because at the beginning of 2020, pri- well, where the biggest issue was fires that were nowhere near us. Um, I decided to create a list of, like all the things that made 2020 my year. Um, and for those of you that actually know me, you know volleyball is my number one like sport passion that I've had since oh. I was young. So my play number was 20 and 2020 seemed like it was legit gonna be my year. <laughs> Surprise. But <laughs> the thing is with 2020, so many things did happen that were good even during the pandemic and I kept a list of them and I'm starting a new list for 2021 and some of those things were I reconnected with someone who I thought I had a permanent falling out with uh you may know this person it was the MSED um we're not current we're not currently speaking I don't know if she blocked me or whatever but I did reconnect with her and that was a big thing just being able to do that at all I didn't so know I can- that so I count that as a win um yeah I know all the surprises are coming in this i <laughs> <laughs>
0: T and I don't talk, and we try to save it for the podcast so I can react as naturally as possible. And this is what you get.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that was a big thing for me. I've been able to reconnect with friends that I haven't connected to in a long time, or just been connected with in a long time. I've got to travel a little bit in the beginning, and I really appreciate that. That's something I always appreciate having the opportunity to do i have many friends who've gotten married and sorry gotten married and friends that are have gotten engaged to be married and going to weddings and seeing that love and that happiness and being a part of it it means the world to me and even though it's a tough positive um by the end of 2020 i decided to choose my own happiness so that's a major win for me um of course it was your
0: year even though it wasn't your year
1: yeah, it, it was a good mixed bag, but I'm going to choose to see the positives for what they are. And like I'm going to find happiness. I know that. I'm going to make myself better. I'm going to protect my friends. I'm going to reinvest in my friendships again. I'm going to reinvest in myself and I'm going to choose happiness every time. And I'm going to listen to what the universe is telling me now. Um, so I'm learning more and more about myself and some some of you listeners are gonna be like, oh, that's way too old. Some of you are gonna be like, that's not old at all. But I just turned thirty, and for me, that feels like I'm old because I'm you know decaying on the inside. But <laughs> decaying. <laughs> but ultimately, I am realizing that I need to put myself first, and I hope that everyone listening to this, everyone watching this feels the same way you need to put yourself first you need to find the positives you need to hold on to them you need to set goals to find more positives when you get those done just keep moving forward that's what's so important for me and I hope it's important for you too
0: I couldn't have said any better myself totally true all of it um again well, I said this before it's mindset a lot of it is mindset and you can look at it and say like you know, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And then, you know, have you looked, taking a step back and like, have you lost anybody because of this pandemic? Have you, you know, lost your job? Are you in a financial hardship? Are you living alone at home with your abuser and you can't escape? Like there are definitely ways that you can be privileged during this pandemic. Um, and that's another point that I wanted to touch on too is, um, there are people who are just tired of being at home and I totally get that. And that is absolutely valid and frustrating and depressing and everything else. But I think that a lot of the times, like we're overlooking the people in this pandemic who are really suffering the most, which is, you know, our homeless population who is, you know, the shelters and things like that are not necessarily open. Um, I know around here, I believe, I don't want to like, get this wrong, but I know that there have been a couple that have closed because they just don't have the resources to keep it cleanly for everybody. So then they're closed. Um, There are, I know when I, you know, was working in community mental health, there were kids that I worked with who were living at home with their abusers and their abusers were home and they were stuck at home with them for weeks and weeks, especially during like that first quarantine period. Um, There's a lot of of things going on right now that if you really dig deep and take a look around, you can say, like, yes, this pandemic sucks, but it could be a lot worse and I could be in a lot like a worse place. And even going as far as how can I support people who might be having a harder time during this pandemic than I am, if you're someone that maybe isn't struggling as much right now, how can you support others who are? Cause there are, I've seen some real doozies. Uh, some stories so if you are someone who is is functioning well during this time and you have the extra energy and the want to help um see what you can do to help even if it's just texting people and checking up on people that's my spiel someone always has it worse (laughs) that's the takeaway (laughs)
1: It's a good spiel. And there are some of you who been like, no, I have a the worst. Well, how are you going to turn it around? How are you going to seek help? And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. We all need help, trust me. Yeah. So what are you doing? Are you speaking to loved ones? Are you getting support? Are you trying to do it on your own? Why? Do you feel like you have to? Because you don't. And everyone that's met you, whether it's a stranger, you kind of pass by and they kind of know who you are or it's person who raised you or anyone like you'd be surprised at how much positivity and love is in the world when you just decide i'm willing to accept it so yeah. there's there's always something it may be hard to see and maybe a therapist is going to help you find it maybe your best friend's going to help you find it maybe that person that you kind of don't really trust but they have good advice once in a while is going to help you find it as long as you get there realize that people are there to spread love and positivity not everyone but someone's there to help you just allow yourself to accept it
0: yeah yeah and it's so easy to focus on the negative but you gotta look for the positive too so, you can do it it's yeah. possible it's a choice some days maybe not so much a choice but there definitely are days where you have that opportunity to make that choice and some days, maybe you don't, maybe you, you want to, you know, wallow in the self-pity of it. And some days that's okay. And some days it's not. But I, again, to reiterate what she said, therapy is everything when it comes to changing your mindset. I like to, I have like a game that I play with my friends Well, they'll tell me really terrible things and I can flip it and find something positive. And they're like, how do you do that? And I'm like, Practice? I don't, like, I just got so, like, I'll listen to someone's story, and I, like, hear, I listen to the good parts. I'm like, these, those parts are awful. That's, but, like, look at this. Did you look, did you look at this part of it? And people are like, wow, no, I didn't, and it's, it's amazing. So, um, I can't drill home enough that, like, change your outlook. Change your, just, the way that you look at the world. And I wish that I had a quick, like, do this, and then your whole perspective will be different. Um, But it's a gradual thing, and it's a choice, like a thing that you have to work on purposefully. So I recommend trying that trick, though. It's really fun. Have, um, like, anything, any situation, and just be like, I like to think negative thoughts in your head, too. Like, two reasons why that's not true. Find two reasons. There are almost always two reasons. So, we've given you a lot of like little kind of tidbits on things that might help. We've given you some major validation that everything is sucks and is on fire. Um, and I, I really want the takeaway from from today to be, on ex, you know, in addition to the fact that T had a secret girlfriend for seven and a half years. Um, <laughs>
1: make sure you remember that part but
0: (laughs) that he kept from me no (laughs) um but i just like again it's okay to be down and to be sad and to feel isolated and to feel kind of lonely right now but there are things that you can do and there are ways that you can help others and that's that's it that's that's the takeaway
1: remember love yourselves then love others and everything else gets better. It really does have conversations where you would normally have arguments and you'll see a huge change in everything that happens in your life. And that's for the pandemic. Yes. But it's for the rest of your lives too. Trust us. It's, it's a great way to move forward.
0: So wear your masks. Please, (laughs) please, please wear a mask. This whole CO I'm, I just saw something earlier, a video that was like, somebody complaining about CO2. I prefer to breathe oxygen. And I'm like, do you understand science? (laughs) Anyway. um,
1: That's the thing, they don't. There's a lot of of people that thought, like, what am I going to use this for? And then they start talking, you realize they didn't learn it. And you're like, that's what you're supposed to use it for. But before we go down that road, um, (laughs) before we get further down that road, I also want to throw this piece in because I feel like this is a piece that you're going to slip by and I want to make sure it comes into today's podcast. Okay. <clears throat> Linking back to this whole control thing and not controlling others, keep your issues to yourself, please. If you, if you have an issue with someone else or something they're posting or something they're doing and you can't have a conversation about it, keep it to yourself. It's not bothering anyone. So if you're going to do things that are going to frustrate people or get them <coughs> shadow banned why don't you take a second see if it hurts you it hurts you personally if it doesn't you can let it go. And I feel like Caitlyn has something to say about that. Listen. <laughs> listen.
0: As you all know, I have been shadow banned for going on I think almost 2 months where 1% of my videos are going to the FYP, like literally 1%. I go to my analytics. It says 99% following, 1% FYP. So I wasn't growing. I was losing a ton of followers. It was getting really discouraging, not that, like, just the fact that, like, I was putting so much effort into these videos and then they weren't. It just is frustrating. And I have a hard time saying that it's frustrating because the other part of me is, like, I should be so grateful to have this many followers. And I absolutely am. But at the same time, like the, the goal of mine is to grow and to get this message out and to keep um, just keep getting at, on a bigger platform and a bigger platform until everyone in the whole freaking world loves themselves. Um, so it's just been really frustrating for me. So this weekend, this weekend, I got a new phone and I was like, maybe my IP address changed. And they're like, oh, this is a different bish. It's fine. She's gonna sneak on by. We're gonna let her videos. So anyway, I went up thirty thousand followers in two days because I was unshadow banned for two days. Uh-huh. I'm shadow banned again. As of this, I
1: Wah-wah.
0: I'm so I posted a video yesterday of a boy. Like I did a video and it was like a funny video about being a professional, but also wanting to be like a TikTok little dance, whatever there was a kid who made a video slapping my ass when I bend over in my video. And I thought that was a super freaking funny because like that kid, looked kind of like funny as hell. Secondly, super inappropriate. This kid probably should not be on TikTok and probably should not be making videos like that, even though it was funny. Um, so I posted this video and it was just like, excuse me. And then I was like, I'm going to tell your mama. And it got taken down this morning, and now I'm shadow banned again, and I'm losing followers again. So, I'm real frustrated and flustered, and it sucks because I can't do anything about it. There's nothing that I can do. It's like, people keep reporting my videos just because I'm fat. They like to report my videos for self-harm because they think that they're being funny. But then I get my videos taken down. And then if you get enough videos taken down, they they ban your account. And I'm, like, legitimately scared that just me being myself is, like, people think it's funny just I, that they can say whatever they want and do whatever they want to me. Because they don't see fat people as humans. They see them as objects. So, that is my rant. I'm very upset. I'm very discouraged. I appealed the the takedown of the video so hopefully if it gets put back up i will everything will be back in working order but if not it's going to be months again and i'm just
1: hey then you may hate me but this is i'm sure what some people are going to be screaming to themselves i would like you to find two positives
0: two positives i'm still helping so many freaking people and they're also amazing and i love them all so much um, and then my second one would be, I have a lot of fun making videos. Like it's fun. That's why I started doing it. I enjoy it. It's a hobby for me. Um, and it just so happens to reach a ton of people and help a ton of people. So those are my two positives. I can come up with more if you want. I told you I'm good at that.
1: <laughs> no, that's why I wanted you to do.
0: <laughs> um, so I, yeah, but I, I I do, I can't say how much I love all y'all's support. Like it, people don't think I'm shadow banned because my videos still get 10, 15, 20, 30,000 likes, but it's because of my freaking amazing followers. It's not from the FYP, it's from y'all. And that makes my heart happy in itself. But still, I just, I like to be honest and that I'm feeling discouraged and frustrated. And I think my videos have been showing that lately because I'm not putting in the effort that I was um, just because I Like, it's like, no one's going to see it. But then I'm like, 30,000 people are going to see it, Caitlin. So anyway, I'm just at war with myself. And the fact that I don't have control over it just makes me want to punch something.
1: A lot of pillows behind you, so you should be okay. And I'm going to apply something I said earlier, which is take the things that you can control. You can still post videos. You can still talk to your followers. You can still go live. While you're still able to reach the people that you've already reached, let them know how much they mean to you every time you get a chance. So (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I I know, you're right. I just want to have a pity party today, okay? (laughs)
1: All right. Well we'll put on hats, we'll get streamers, but then tomorrow we'll go into a new location. So
0: Okay, but like isn't that wild? Like thirty thousand in two days. That's how it would be like all the time if I
1: there's there's going to be an end to that no matter what there's there's a limit to population growth and app usage but i know what you're saying i get that it's frustrating at the end of the day the fact that you reached one person means you did something good for the day yes
0: that's what i try to keep in mind so and that can really be applied to this pandemic in terms of lack of control and just if you can only help one person that person is yourself um tied together so nicely dang
1: we should be God, I love when that happens
0: <laughs> are we therapists or something
1: we should give us a doctor for this we're so good <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I think that's a really good place to end um actually I'm gonna film Caitlin's corner so it's not an end because I'm gonna answer some of your questions and then T I don't T is gonna have his
1: another spilt
0: the tea already he, the tea has been spilt <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's, it's you don't cool. get
0: an extra, no, you don't get a segment.
1: <laughs> you just
0: blew up my whole world, so.
1: <laughs> fair, totally fair. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so be sure that you like and subscribe. As always, we are available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, some other weird ones I've never heard of. I don't know why we're there, or how we're there, but we are there. Um, you can email us at the TikTok, so in case you have questions that you want us to answer or topics that you want covered anything um and
1: it's at gmail by the way
0: <laughs> yes the TikToks at gmail.com um,
1: oh, also instagram we love talking to you guys there as well also TikTok. the TikToks, it's very consistent we love that
0: yes we and especially with insta we like do a lot of polls and ask questions and stuff so we want we want feedback we want you guys to interact with us so um yeah and then next week we have a new episode dropping on sunday so um Thank you for hanging out, and we love you. And remember that we are all in the suck, but that
1: Mm. it'll be okay. Really, (laughs) (laughs) take care. We love you all. Bye. Bye.
0: Welcome to another special edition Mm of Caitlin's Corner where I answer questions that people on TikTok have sent to me so let's dive in I haven't like checked any of these these are all live and happening right now um will you be my friend Lindsay yes of course I'll be your friend (laughs) Lindsay's one of my actual like friends on the app that's funny um let's see Okay, I'm a big girl and I have PCOS, so weight is a rough topic for me. Many of the people in my life want to talk constantly about diets they are on. I know they aren't being mean, but it makes me feel less of a person that no matter how hard I try to struggle, how do I explain to them that they are saying, the what they are saying is difficult for me to hear? This question comes from camera gal 9786. Thank you so much for your question and this one touches home for me because I also have PCOS and I have had to put boundaries in place with some people who also only wanted to ever talk about weight um so I think that like the hard part and that e- the easy part is saying you know I have a disease that makes it really difficult to lose weight and I'd appreciate if we didn't talk this bring this up anymore because it's really triggering for me and not productive. You can say that. Is someone going to be responsive to it? Mm, Maybe, maybe not. depends on the dynamics of the relationship and a lot of other things. But advocate for yourself and stand up for yourself and learn to say no and learn to say stop and learn to say, I'm no longer engaging in this conversation. That is one of my favorite lines. I'm no longer engaging in this conversation. And say it with a smile. Uh, okay. Next question. How do I know if I'm being nice because I want to be nice or if it's because I don't want to be hurt anymore? And this is from Mrs. Kylo. Um, Mrs. Kylo, I see a lot of your comments on my stuff, so I'm glad that I saw your question and got to answer it for you. um, I think a lot of the time that people be nice because they're afraid of the repercussions of what would happen if they're not nice or if they're honest or any of the other plethora of, of things that can, you know, go wrong when you're nice to somebody because being nice is being vulnerable in a way. It's saying like, Hey, I'm not a dangerous person. And you kind of see if other people will take advantage of that or not. But I understand your point of saying, you know, not wanting to be heard anymore, and it's just easier to be nice and to go along and say yes to everything. This kind of ties in with my last question of you're allowed to say no. Being nice doesn't equal being a doormat. You can be nice and still have boundaries in place, and you can be nice and still advocate for yourself. So I can't answer your exact question about like for personally for you what it is, but um, I can provide perspective on both of the other two options, and you kind of get to see which one that you fall under and one that you would maybe prefer to fall under or work towards. So there you go, Mrs. Kylo. Um, We're going to do one more. Can you, okay, this is from Stephanie Begley. Can you talk about the effects of trauma, specifically abuse on someone and future relationships, including how to work through it? Trauma is a beast. I think me and T are gonna have to do a whole episode on trauma itself because there are so many ways that I could answer this question. Um, But I, I can say trauma affects everything. It can affect future relationships. Definitely. How do you work through it? You go to therapy, you go to couples therapy with a partner. If trauma is getting in between you and a relationship, go to couples therapy, try to help not, you know, couples therapy does not equal, we're going to couples therapy to get a divorce or we're in a bad spot. Couples therapy can be, my partner went through something really terrible and I want to be there and know how to support her and understand her him or her as best as possible. Um, So that would be my suggestion for you. Um, Other than just like, you know, being patient with trauma and knowing that it does affect a lot of things and being patient with yourself and trying to advocate for yourself to your partner that you need, you know, patience and space and understanding. So that would be, there's that. So that's it today for Caitlin's Corner. Please keep submitting your questions. I love questions. Um, I'm going to try to answer some more. This episode ran late, so I couldn't answer as many today, but next week, hopefully I will. Um, and I love you all so much. I'm going to end out with some affirmations. So please repeat after me. If you're listening to this, I am loved. I am worthy. I am intelligent. I am smart. I am beautiful and I am worthy of good things happening to me and I'm going to be open to good things happening to me and less open to being aware of the negativity around me. Love you all so much. Have a great week. Bye.